I'm Inez Kelly. Today we're talking about the importance of an effective and comprehensive mission and objective statement as it relates to your business development from entrepreneurial stage into a full-fledged industry entity. Let's listen in. The term entrepreneurship was coined back in 1930. Its meaning, entrepreneur, is to enter into a new process prior to the existing. Since then, that definition has expanded to cover the uh, entrepreneurial spirit of uh, opening and developing a new uh, business entity. From there, that includes the actual process of creating the whole ecosystem to stand up and make sustainable that business entity. We've taken it even further, and now most believe that any time you are creative, whether it's with a hustle, whether it's with a small business, that's entrepreneurship. And that's not exactly so. Let's first know that entrepreneurship is a stage in the process of developing a full business that is able to sustain within a flourishing economy. That's a stage. From entrepreneurship, you move into a small business. And small business is anything less than 500 employees. So up to 500 employees is a small business. An entrepreneur will generally consist of the owner, maybe a partner, and then there are the liaisons, the conduits into the the additional areas necessary that creates and keeps that business sustainable. Until such time, you move to that space where you're taking on employees and you're moving then into the small business stage. Okay, so... Um, so we want to be clear because a lot of times we say entrepreneur, we're an entrepreneur when actually we're, we're, we're a small business. Um, we're, a, we're self-employed. We're an independent contractor. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so that is entrepreneurship. Now, so entrepreneurship speaks more toward the process of the business entity itself and not just the business itself. Um, entrepreneurship is about disruption, uh, disruption for the purpose of building back better, coming up with a better idea, a better process, and then all of the links that have to happen in order to serve that, that new process, that new way of doing business. So if, in fact, you are still in a startup stage five, ten years from now, and that startup stage is that process where the, in terms of employees, the employees are zero, the, uh, it's you and maybe a partner, you are no longer in an 
entrepreneurial phase because it's not a new phase. You've got 10 years in and that process, whatever that process is, whether it's lacking in its creativity, whether it's lacking in its development, that that would not constitute a entrepreneurial. It may constitute a independent contract. It may constitute uh, a consultant. It may constitute a um, what else is the word? Not independent contract, uh, the consultant, um, the uh, uh, self-employed, okay? That would also be a label. But entrepreneurship, again, let's be clear, entering into a new way of process. And it speaks to disruption. Disruption for the purpose of not just tearing down, but restructuring and creating a new, more inventive way um, to, to allow the process of what has been to evolve into uh, something more substantial. Okay? So, understanding this helps us to understand uh, who we are in this business economy, and it also gives us the basis and the framework from which we can derive our mission and objective statement, which is key to uh, to being able to, to key to creating the foundational um, the foundational language to build on to, I should say, the, voc- the foundational vocabulary to build the language in which we speak within the industry we um, are directing our energies, which is our product and services. So a mission statement that keeps in mind the concept of the uh, business is to go from an entrepreneurial stage into a more independent, standalone uh, business, further into a small business, takes into account the consumer base, it takes into account the necessary tools and equipment and materials and supplies, it takes into the account the resources necessary to go from the startup and not just a startup, because a startup that already has a formula that it's mimicking, okay, if you're opening up a bakery, you know, there's already a process in place for all of the things needed, so you just take that blueprint and you go. But as an entrepreneur, you are creating a new, innovative blueprint. That takes uh, uh, the research required to ensure that the blueprint it just like survey, just like a home, you have to go out and survey the land. You have to survey the consumer. You've got to survey the market. You've got to survey that particular industry. You've got to survey um, uh, who and what it is that you need in order to make this thing come to life. That survey takes time. In that survey, there'll be adjustments, and then you have to uh, then create the, a prototype. That prototype that gives you a a tangible idea, connection as to what that looks like. And in that prototype is where you make the changes till you come with your final draft. Once you have your final draft, then you're going to build on that final draft. The language and the vocabulary that you use during this process is key and important and serves as 
part of the verbal blueprint to create and to bring this vision to fruition. I see many times that the term entrepreneurial is used when someone is simply opening a business. I also see uh, in the space where it is actually an entrepreneurial uh, process, but the blueprint hasn't been established. It's like trying to build the house, um, survey the house, build the house while you're living in the house. Well, no, I wouldn't do that because there's home improvements, but you know how crazy that can be if you've ever had a home improvement while you're trying to uh, build a house. But you're trying to, you're in the gathering stage, you're in the gathering phase. And so what happens a lot of times is as an entrepreneur, uh, you're in that gathering stage and you're trying to sell the process at the same time. Whereas you yourself have don't have enough information, uh, there's not enough data to support the idea, and then let's not forget, or I would rather say positive, let's remember this is a new process. So even for yourself, you're working out the kinks. It's very difficult to sell someone else on a new idea, even when all of the bells and whistles are ringing and on point in key, it's hard enough to sell when all of that is going for you, let alone when you have not done the due diligence to be able to put in place all of the necessary pieces that you know that consumer is looking for. Because hopefully you've done your homework to understand in this particular process who that consumer is and what is it that moves them to pull their out the, their wallet and to pay for your idea. I would go as far to say that if you are operating a business, meaning you have a product, you have a service, and you are servicing the consumer, I'm not. I'm speaking beyond family and friends. The when you accept money and you accept cons compensation for your services, you have in fact acted on a contractual agreement. And to do so without having a plan for that business is also uh, performing a uh, what's the word, uh, business, uh, oh gosh, um, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to get the word. Uh, but yes, you should have, even if it's just written out, concept, idea, and what it is that you're working through, you should have that before you step on the playing field. Again, we're not talking about an independent contractor that is a plumber and the concept is to go out and you call the plumber, they come out and they fix. That's that's separate. I'm talking about that entrepreneur. I'm talking about that person that considers themselves a small business. Uh, the word eludes me right now, but I will get that word and and put it in the uh, uh, the podcast. Um, 
So yes, let's do good business. Let's know where we are. Let's know what we are. Let's know who we are. Let's know where we are in the process and how we plan on achieving our goals. And with that, we create a solid foundation on which to grow. And as we grow, it is uh, easier to maintain uh, sustainability in order to go and grow through what everyone goes through, the growing pains of developing a business. Give yourself the best chance, the best opportunity to be and to reach your mark by taking care of the groundwork first. And the groundwork is a comprehensive mission and objective statement. Not to be confused with your vision, which also is very important, but having an idea of the vision helps you also to create the mission and objective statement. You have a lot of times when I ask about a mission or an objection, people will explain their vision. Well, we can have a vision, but we also have to understand what our objective is in that vision. Okay? So, we're going to do that today. Later on, We I hope that... All of the members tune in, participate. We've got a great exercise, uh, gauging exercise to help you build your brand. Brand you. Brand you. You are your brand. Malpractice, that's the word. Performing uh, business transactions uh, without having done the necessary due diligence. It's malpractice.